Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Ruth. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking about avoiding burnout. But first, Ruth, how was your week? My week was okay. It was, I've had a couple of, a couple of knocks this week. So one was yesterday I fell over in the forest and my my knee went one way and my body went the other way. Ah. It's, I think we're super lucky that like I didn't have like a helicopter involved or anything. So I'm definitely looking on the bright side, but it's just so frustrating that you could do something in a tiny split second. And then like, it's just the things that I did not think I would not be able to do with one leg operational, if you know what I mean. So that is frustrating. Well, I know, like, you just, like, bruise your pinky finger, and suddenly you're like, wow, I use pinky finger for a lot of things. I know, so, who your knew knee? that was, like, I know, <laughs> and, like, this morning the girls had to help me put their my sock on, uh-huh. they were like, this is messed up, like, normally you put out our socks, and I was like, <laughs> I know, this is, like, a sample of the future. Oh, man. But, um, and then also I didn't get this big grant that I submitted, oh, and I got kind of schooled in the reviews, so it was definitely, yeah. I find myself reading really a week for burnout. So, <laughs> yeah, I like that, you know, yes. I'm going to be listening carefully to the advice for not getting burnt out. But it's hard. Oh, and it's hard to not be a baby with reviews. Oh, yeah. I mean, even, first of all, reviews can be really harsh, even so harsh. in the best of circumstances. And second of all, even in the best of circumstances, it's hard to be positive about critique of your proposal. I mean, my goodness. I know. I know. So it definitely, it's good though. It gives you a bit of insight into student feelings when sometimes they're like, what do you mean this is my grade? And so maybe, That's true. maybe it's good. That's There's a good some, point. Yeah. But tell me, how was your week? Injury free, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a nice, uh, we're on this mission, my mom and brother and me to make chewy brownies. So that's, oh. that's what I have to talk about. Not fudgy. I have nothing against fudgy. Totally love fudgy brownies, but we're trying to figure out how to make chewy brownies. And so far, we only know how to make them from a box, but um, we found all these recipes. We've tried a bunch of things. The ones I'm going to try today involve malted milk powder, which, um, as another side note, uh, Ralph and I recently were at our local grocery store, which has a British section, and they had a malt loaf, and we bought it, and it was extremely chewy. Um, So anyway, I, I have hope that malt will make the brownies chewy <laughs> that's interesting you know i want to throw in another suggestion into the ring I okay what's that it's have you heard of golden syrup no it, it's like it's a like cane syrup it's very common in england and ireland to be used in baking okay but it definitely gives a bit of chew into stuff okay so, well yeah. great that is fantastic okay, i will yeah, add golden it syrup. awesome can you get it around here I got it on the interweb, okay. but I think you can, you might even be able to get it in that supermarket with the thing. Or if you find a recipe, I actually have a six pack of it, so I could oh, give you one packet. If you okay, want. awesome. Yes. Well, thanks. Yeah, I did have to big... go to the internet for the malted milk powder, so I could okay. do that for the, but that'd be, yeah. Okay, thanks. I like your experimentation. I'm into it. Cool. Cool. So do you have a quote for us today? 
I do. And um, my quote is from Hamlet. And so Hamlet Ooh. was a play that I studied for these big state exams we have to do in Ireland. And I feel very, feel very attached to kind of being a dramatic teenager and, you know, musing on Hamlet a lot. So anyway, this okay. was, this is my quote from Hamlet. So it's the old favorite. So it's to be or not to be. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. Okay, so <laughs> I guess I'm kind of giving away some of my mindset going into this episode. This is like, I feel like we always have the battle between Claire's relentless positivity and my <laughs> relentless gloom. And so we it's did. really going to go head to head in this episode. It so happened that I was the one who said the name of the episode, but we had discussed whether it should be avoiding burnout or just burnout. and uh, Or even how to burnout. How so, to yes. burnout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that I've heard what week you had, I uh, understand a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh, so, um, so first before we do, because I feel like this is a bit of a different one, um, do you want to chat a little bit about what we mean by burned out? Because I kind of have a specific idea in my head about what it means. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us what your idea is and I'll chime <laughs> in if there's something how else. I feel right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> to me, um, I read an interesting article in the Chronicle of Higher Education. And it was talking about kind of just, I guess, the extra pressures that everybody is under. And this person was describing how he was in a department meeting and he was talking about doing something to sort of honour the grad students or the students who were about to graduate mm -hmm. and he said oh but do we have to and everyone kind of stopped and put everything down because normally apparently he's the cheerleader of kind of mm. all of these sort of things and he just felt as like he got a lot of emails like are you okay and it felt that really resonated with me where it's to me burnout is like almost when you've gone through stress into sort of apathy okay and so I think that's how I would sort of define it or just that oh, but do I have to do this? So we're like losing that kind of energized stuff. So it just seems a little different to me than just being stressed out. Like it's yeah. sort of almost the other side of that. I would, yeah, I think that's a great description. I love that image of the faculty meeting. And um, I guess what I would maybe add is it seems like it comes from prolonged stress. Yeah. At some point yes. you're just like, okay, well, I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm just not going to... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, not going to work on it anymore or not going to keep the values that, you know, this guy had his values of having that kind of re recognition for the graduates, but he just couldn't handle it right then. Yeah, totally. Cool. So, <laughs> sorry, why I'm giddy now. <laughs> it's just it's so miserable. But um, so what is working for you about burnout? Okay, so I have like three little parts of this. Um, mm -hmm. I think... This is why I wanted to call the episode Avoiding Burnout is because once you're there, it's harder to get out, I think, yeah. than avoiding getting in. Um, so some things that I like to do routinely, which I've mentioned before, reminding myself that I enjoy my job. And one thing that I like to do is I have these email or not email, this, this um, notifications that pop up on my phone reminding me of things. And some of my favorite ones are positive, focused, enthusiastic. That pops up often, just Yay. reminding me this is the state I'm trying to be in here. And one thing at a time, because gosh, if there's the quickest way to get overwhelmed that I know is to have five things you're trying to do at once. Um, so just trying to actually say, oh yeah, this is cool. I get to help these students or I get to work with this data and trying to 
give myself opportunities to remember that. Um, totally. And I love the way you frame that. And it's not like um, what they call toxic positivity, where you're like, I just like giving yourself opportunities to remember it instead of like squashing down any bad feelings right. to be like, this is awesome. But like, totally. Oh, Sitting no, there I being like, this. I really enjoy all this. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work for me. <laughs> Isn't that what happened to the guy in The Shining when he's like writing? Oh, yes. Like that could be you. But oh, anyway, man. yes. So I like, I like that. Um, and then also, so that's, that's number one is trying to insert the times to remember to be in the mindset and state that I want to be in. Um, then also taking regular time off. And I have underlined this four times, uh, the off part, which inv- includes doing non-work things, not checking email. Yeah. It's so easy to say, oh, I'll just check. I won't reply. But that doesn't work at all. No, it's because it's in your head. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just trying to find ways of getting my brain to forget about upcoming tasks periodically. And um, not only is that very refreshing, it helps me get back in the right attitude when I get back totally to, to work. And so one thing that Ralph and I have been doing that works really well for this is Saturdays is family day. And we're going to mm. do fun things together. And that's just the plan. And so that really helps. You know, I know I'm not going to check an email or do any work things on Saturday. And I enjoy that. Um, And then the last thing is kind of tuning into myself. Like, am I desperately wanting to sit on the couch and read? Well, maybe I need to make some time to sit on the couch and read. And um, one thing that I've been doing just recently, just this semester, which I've really enjoyed, is taking an hour at the end of the day, like... At 6 p.m., kind of evening activities start. We play music, we eat dinner, you know, that kind of thing. And so I stop work at 5, and I have this little hour where I can do whatever I want. Time slot for me. And it's usually reading with my feet up, but maybe I want to take a shower, you know, whatever I want to do. And that transition period of allowing myself to do whatever I want um, is just really helpful for getting my mind off of the work doing something nice, having a good evening. It just really sets everything up nicely. So I know that not everyone has the same flexibilities with their schedule, but maybe something that is something similar. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be an error, right? Right. Like it can just, you know, but yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So so those three things help me not get into the burnout phase, I think. Um, Yeah. And help nip it in the bud and prevent it from happening. So I really, that's what's working for me. I love it. Okay, awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate some of those for sure. <laughs> cool. Um, what about you? Yeah, I think um, that for me, I think like I just I thought of it when you said it, but having the tech Sabbath has been really helpful, and yes. I definitely come out of that feeling very different than I went in. If mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and so that's been super helpful, and it's just been helpful family wise. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of spend time together. Although the kids are kind of the loudest grumblers about it sometimes because they really <laughs> like listening to audio books. And so uh... they're like, you know, but anyway, it definitely always works out to be a good thing. And I think for me, um, the thing that usually helps is like inspiration. So okay. kind mm. of even things like I think I've talked to you after I went to the AAPT and I'm very overexcited and, you know, hearing yes. all of these different things. And so being sort of exposed to other people's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It's oh, I very, love it. That's a great Even idea. if it's, yeah, and just like kind of tickling those sort of thought processes in your head. And I think 
creative stuff too and like thinking about things I don't know maybe a little you know even just like oh what's the kind of what how can I do this assignment that it'll be a bit more interesting Ooh, or yes you know and like I made that sounds like I'm trying to make all my assignments very interesting which is definitely not happening but when something kind of catches your attention you're like oh that would be cool like yes. even you know the last time we talked or one of the previous episodes you were talking about gather town mm-hmm. and that seemed really exciting and like kind of a bit more energy than going yes, just to, sure. you know, what, you know, so that's kind of cool. And I think I'm beginning to really understand why sabbaticals are a thing mm. for academics. And I think it seems like it's kind of a necessity. It seemed like such a luxury when I first heard about them. And then now that we're coming up to the point where maybe we could take one, it feels more and more like a necessity. Like it would be really you know, a helpful thing to kind of get that. Yeah. Just a prolonged period to kind of grow back your nerve endings or whatever (laughs) it is. So, yeah. And I I think, honestly, I don't think I've fully gone into burnout. I definitely have touched on it a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then have always kind of come back from it. So I think, you know, I haven't really hit that. But even, you know, just having even two weeks of it, Mm -hmm. is so everything feels so much harder Mm -hmm. you know and even things that wouldn't take that long because I'm resisting them so much take so much longer and yeah I mean I think it's a real thing to worry about and avoid you know like I think it's something that is really I think our job is so great in so many ways but it's also very draining Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways too so Mm -hmm. I think yeah I think it's an important thing to be aware of and like we kind of sometimes there's almost a little bit of heroism about being so stressed all the time sure and I think this is like very much a cautionary thing to think about is like if you keep being under such extreme stress what if the elastic band doesn't just snap back afterwards so kind of being aware of that yeah and there is kind of a a culture where it seems like putting in the most hours and being the most stressed is means you're the best or something. Oh, totally. But you're talking about these things of getting out of burnout, of inspiration, finding inspiration and be, getting creative. And those, those are awesome. I love, I hadn't thought about those as being ways of getting out of burnout, but I had thought of them as things that disappear with burnout. Yeah. And so how can you be the best if you've lost your creativity because you're so stressed, you know? Totally. So to be able to be excited about this new way you want to do the assignment is better. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's something I think I often think about it as like, it would just sort of be a failing if you did get burnt out rather than maybe it is like just a natural end point to driving yourself too hard and that we should yes. you know, guard against that. So, Oh, yeah. I love that. That is so well phrased. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me, what are you working on? Um, so I'm working on planning to avoid things piling up because, Ooh, um, yeah. yeah, too many things is easy way to get stressed and then therefore burned out. And the times that I can remember recently getting like there were too many things was when I had an exam to grade and I'm on an NSF panel and have all these oh, proposals yeah. to read, you know, that kind of thing. But that is schedulable. You know, you and um, there's this professor that I was struck by recently where I was trying to schedule, um, you know, 
people, the other faculty members come and observe our classes. And I said, oh, will you come observe my class? And he said, yes. And we were talking dates. And this was months in advance of the date we were talking about. But he knew that this committee schedule he was on was going to be really busy right then. So he didn't want to come that week, but he could come this previous week. And I was like, wow, that is the way to do it. You know, that's where you want to get to. That's That's exactly next level scheduling. Yes, totally. To realize that this week is going to be so. Yeah. So now. Yeah. So what I'm working on is putting things like that on the schedule to hopefully avoid the unnecessary stress by just scheduling them out a little bit. And also, if there is going to be a week where it's like, well, these things all are happening the same week, at least I know in advance and can start early or something. Right. And even things like I do feel like I'm getting to this point where I just know the first three weeks are really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like in the semester in general, but this class in particular, I find mm-hmm. very difficult. Like not these students, I mean the material, because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just many reasons why it's difficult in the beginning. And just trying to really acknowledge that and remember that instead of like, oh, I just feel so terrible. I don't know why. Like being like, this is what always happens with this class. And That's great. Yeah. So then in future you can know. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you do. Okay, this is fine. This is just the first three weeks phase. And schedule extra time for other things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, I have like on my calendar right now, I have when the exams are happening, because that is kind of a crunch time for me, because I have to write the exam and then grade the exam, and that Mm -hmm. is a lot of time that whole week. So um, so I've gotten that far, and that's I'm I'm working to get get further. That's awesome. And I think, uh, you know, one of the plus sides of this sort of online thing is I am much more aware of the sort of schedule of the whole semester mm. than I have been in previous years. Well, that's great. So, cause I think, you know, it just takes a bit more planning to be like, Oh, the lectures have to be up the week before. And, you know, so sure. definitely a bit more of the kind of layout of the semester. For that's sure. great. So what are you working on with burnout? Well, I think, and I think for me, some of this is sort of unique to the time that we're in. Okay. But I think I was thinking about how, um, and this all sounds more negative about having children than I mean it to, because children are <laughs> fantastic and wonderful, and they even put your socks on when you've hurt your knee and stuff. So, How nice. But, um, you know, there's kind of no respite. Like, normally, yes. we used to joke that when they were little, on Friday, you'd be like, oh, thank God work is over for the weekend. And then kind of on Monday, you'd be like, okay, thank God I'm back in work. Uh-huh, you know, it's sure. hard. But at least the two things were kind of separate. And so mm-hmm. in some ways, going to work offered a break from... Sure. parents so you come back kind of more excited and like hooray children and I can't wait to see you and then sometimes doing that kind of brings you back to like when you go back to work you're ready to go back to work and that makes at a lot the moment sense. all time is all things you know mm-hmm. what I mean and definitely the tech sabbath helps with that that there's like a real solid break from work but it feels like there's just not the same segmentation like where you can mm-hmm. kind of you know I don't know. I can remember being in my office and like looking up cool projects to do with the kids. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, when you're away from them, you're like, Oh, this would be a fun thing to do. But when it's just all happening all at the same time. So I think that is, that's tough. And I think it's sort of funny. Some of this reminds me of what we talked about on here a few times where you have said, you know, remembering that you do like your job mm-hmm. and I do really like my job. And part of, trying to be a bit more sane this semester with distance learning with the kids and being online is I've sort of mentally cut off quite a few things. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. And in some ways it sort of takes away a little bit of 
fun about things. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like say doing clubs and stuff. I'm just not doing any of those outreach things with mm-hmm. students. But they were definitely, and I think that's the right choice to make. I think it's what I need to do to not totally mm-hmm. crack up. But then some of those things were kind of generative and creative. And you're like, oh, I wonder what would happen if we'd had an event about this. Or, you know what I, I mean? See. And so yeah. it's sort of... I think for self-preservation, it's good to cut off those things for right now. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to me, like even with this grant that I didn't get, mm-hmm. kind of having that in my head as something to think about and like, oh, I wonder if we could do this and this. Like that was always sort of almost a break in itself mm-hmm. from thinking about school stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So that I think is, so I think what I'm trying to think of this week is trying to find other things that are not work-related that will be fun things to think about. That's a great idea. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I think that you're definitely not alone. I don't have any insights about that, but it sounds like something that's definitely prominent right now. Well, and this is helpful though. This Good. podcast, like doing this and meeting up because that was something I was thinking also, I don't have a lot of my usual sources of inspiration because, you know, just mm-hmm. chatting with your colleagues or department meetings, sure. or all of those things are, you know, we sort of complain like, oh, we don't have time for this, but they are generative <laughs> of good ideas. And it's true. Cool it's true. things. And that's so a good that's point. definitely something that's missing, but then I have, it's really good to have this yeah. instead. Yeah, totally. That's really interesting. You're talking about you cut out clubs and those kind of things. Um, like you used to lead a bunch of clubs and activities on campus and that's the right decision, but... You're missing some aspects. I wonder if you could like target those aspects in particular somehow. I don't know what it would be. But like if you want to stop and think creatively about things, maybe try to find some moments when you totally. could think about I don't know exactly what it would be, but you know, try to fill those particular voids. Um but obviously there's limited time and so you gotta fill the most important voids and that's it. Right. But I think you're like, I think in my head, it was so clear, like, oh, just cut off these things because they're not essential. Mm -hmm. And then even just reflecting and realizing like, oh, but even, you know, they do bring a positive thing. But I'm really into your idea. I think um, I've been really drawn towards the idea of day reading. Mm. So I would love to find a period of time during the day where I would lay down totally. and it's not the same as like looking at stupid nonsense on your phone no but the like stupid nonsense on the phone doesn't actually help i feel it like it should help. but it doesn't yeah no it never helps especially not the doom scrolling nonsense i've been looking at. <laughs> that doesn't help at all no. doom no. scrolling yeah yeah so i want to propose another thing for a future episode uh-huh. sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say that another cool thing is that you've learned some of the perks of leading these clubs which in future semesters when you're back to leading them will be cool Oh, totally, because I think I thought of them as just like, oh, this thing I need to do. Sure, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I mean, it's really cool that you lead all these clubs. Well, yeah. But yeah, but I was thinking, yeah, sabbaticals. Sabbaticals. I don't totally know how they work. I need you to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. I need to look into this, too, because we are coming up on the time when we could start applying. I think in the fall we could apply. Right, I think, and like, there's like, but there's all these different versions of it. Mm-hmm. It's just very confusing to me. So you figure that out. <laughs> okay, I'll me, report back. Fill in the forum, that would be great. <laughs> cool. Perfect. 
but I do, I do like it's so funny to me before I was like, well, that's a bit luxurious. So you get to, and then now I'm like, oh, that's a medical necessity. <laughs> we have to have that. So yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited about the idea of like focusing on one, you know, project for the semester. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Totally. Yeah. And people always come back from sabbatical just looking like they've been to the spa or like just they just look like, yeah, <laughs> just like super chill and like really, you can always tell because they're like really generous in, in their interpretation about students. Like if you're mm. trying to complain and they're like, well, maybe they just, you're like, oh, it's because you've been on sabbatical. <laughs> like, so I want to have that glow for sure. Oh, that's great. I love yeah. it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you, Claire. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people you know if you think they should listen to it or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.